Good morning. Happy Tuesday. It's been a while since I've recorded, and to be quite honest, I don't have a lot to say these days because I'm in a weird headspace. Surgery was like four months ago now, and my body is changing. My clothes are fitting me way different. Clothes that I'm currently wearing a black tank top and some blue biker shorts, and I remember a time when these shorts were so tight on my stomach, I looked like a busted can of biscuits, and this tank top didn't fit well. It hung to every, it clung to every roll on my body, whether it was in the front or the back, or it was like too tight across my shoulder blades, all the things. Did not like how this outfit I'm currently wearing fit me, and now I'm realizing it's kind of too big for me. So it's been, it's been a weird mental headspace to watch your body change, especially after years of trying to do this right years of focusing on what I'm eating and focusing on exercising I would say I was definitely more of like a 70 30 like I definitely focused more on exercise um, thinking that I can fuel my body with not the best nutrient dense food and still lose weight but when you have PCOS and hypothyroidism and insulin resistance and you've gone through chemo and radiation your body just fights back So I spent a lot of time doing things the wrong way. Obviously now my post-op diet, I focus on protein and I focus on vegetable. There should have been S at the end of that. I focus on protein and vegetables. It's early guys. It's 630 in the morning, but (laughs) I focus on protein and vegetables. I've definitely noticed I'm not eating like mashed potatoes every night with dinner like I was before or rice every night with dinner. Not to say that I don't have them ever, but it's definitely not an every night staple. I've learned that my body can tolerate pretty much anything I put into it post-surgery, which has been delightful because I was afraid that, like some of my friends who have had VSG, that I was going to go through like severe food aversions to where my body just wouldn't allow me to eat things anymore. I've noticed with... One of my favorite foods, y'all know every January I would cut out pizza and soda. That was like my challenge for the last couple of years. And with pizza, I used to be able to eat a medium pizza, no problem. The whole thing, all eight slices, no problem. Now I will have typically one, maybe two slices and pair it with a salad. And I usually eat the salad first. And then if I have room for the pizza, I will, or I'll do, you know, like half the salad and one slice of pizza. And then in a couple hours, do the same thing. One thing that I've noticed is that I definitely eat more frequently, and I think that that has to do with the fact that I cannot eat as much in volume in one sitting, so I get hungrier faster because I eat what I can, my body digests, and then I'm hungry again. I still do a protein shake in the morning for breakfast. I really love the premier protein shakes. Chocolate is my favorite. I'm not a coffee person, so the cafe latte ones or whatever are never going to be in my house. The vanilla, I was like, hmm, I'm going to try this out. I'm going to try me a vanilla protein shake. Um, that tastes like melted vanilla ice cream, but it's cold, so it's weird. I don't know. Not a fan. I will stomach them down because the case uh, of, I think, like 18 of them is like 30 bucks, and I'm not wasteful, so I will use them. I will just begrudgingly drink them and be sad, but it's fine. I need the protein in. It's 30 grams of protein in one drink. So I remember freshly post-op, I could barely drink a quarter of that. And now I could drink a whole one. And now that I'm able to eat more foods, I'm definitely a much happier person. (laughs) Now that I have more food options, 
I had my review at work yesterday. For those of you who don't know, I do work two jobs, but I work for an eye doctor here in my city. I'm in Reno, Nevada. And this is the third office that they have moved me to for various reasons, none of which were my fault, whatever. Um, Like just different people got promoted around me. So they had to move me to where I was needed, which is fine. I'm a team player. Put me where you need me. This office is actually super close to my home. It allows me to make sure I have time in the morning to work out. I come home on lunch. I can walk the dog. I'm close enough to where those things can happen, which is good for me. And it's good for her, right? I need exercise, but so does my puppy. And yesterday, my manager gave me a glowing review. And at the very end of it, she just said, you know, you just seem like such a happier person. And I'm like, yeah, I am. I'm definitely happier now than I was four months ago. My body is in less pain on the daily. I'm able to do more things in my day. Like it's really weird to look back at the things that I struggled with before surgery, like shaving my legs in the shower, right? Bending over to tie my shoes or fix my shoe, right? Say I'm walking around the the office and my shoe came untied. I I wouldn't have to go put my foot up on a chair. And granted, I was not as overweight as I've been when I had surgery. I was not as overweight as some people when they got to their surgery journey, but my body was always in pain. My hip was in pain. My low back was in pain, my upper back, just all the things. I was, I just lived a life of a low pain level every single day because I was carrying too much weight on my body. I am a small framed person. I've always been, I've always said, and I've always been told, oh, Valerie, you're big boned. Not a thing, not a thing at all. My bones are the same size as everybody else. I just had a lot of fat cushioning around them. So I was in living in a bigger body. But now that I'm losing the weight and I'm realizing I truly do have a small frame, I was just doing so much damage carrying all that extra weight around with me. Today, um, I'm down to 177. And back in October when pre-op started, I was 234. So I've made quite a bit of progress. And I'm not done yet. A lot of people are thinking that I've lost the bulk of my weight and this is it for me, but nope. I do have a goal weight in mind. My surgeon has an even lower goal weight in mind. I'm I'm not thinking that that's ever going to be a thing, but I don't know. It's still it's still too early to tell. This year, you know, this first year post-op, I definitely want to focus on losing the fat and building those routines and habits to get myself into a healthy body, healthy mindset. And then next year, in 2024, uh, it's definitely going to be about lifting and building up muscle and kind of fine-tuning what I want my body to look like. This may sound really weird, but I I don't know what that's going to look like because I haven't seen myself at this weight in a very, very, very long time. I know when my mom passed away in 2005... I want to say I was hovering around like 180, which would be kind of where I'm at now. And I got lower. I want to say I got down to like due to depression and drug use. Shout out those two terrible things. Um, I think I want to say I got down to like 160, 165-ish. And this was 2005, so quite a lot of years ago. So it's been a really long time since I've seen my body this small. So I don't know what I want it to look like or what it's going to look like. I'm definitely noticing loose skin. I'm definitely noticing my hair falling out quite a bit. Definitely, you know, that I knew that that was going to happen. That's part of the territory. 
I spent such a long time in a bigger body. My skin was so stretched out that it was bound to, you know, once you lose the fat underneath all that skin you stretch out, you're going to have loose skin. Some days it affects me mentally and I'm just like, ugh, I wish I didn't have this. But at the end of the day, I would much rather have the loose skin and wear that as a badge of honor that my body has fought hard as fuck to get to where it is than to see that skin filled out with fat again and be miserable and living in pain every single day. All in all, my surgery was worth it. Absolutely, 100%. I never thought I'd ever get to this point. I never thought I would ever do surgery. I always thought that surgery was the easy way out. Let me tell you right now. Here I sit, a little over four months post-op. This has not been easy. I've had to completely retrain my brain because I was an emotional eater to actually deal with my emotions and not go dive into a pizza or french fries or tater tots or you know other things that are deemed not as healthy for you and then choose chicken and lean ground turkey and vegetables. It's been an amazing journey so far and I'm super excited to see how far I can go and I want to thank you guys so much for your love and support. It means a lot to me. Shout out to my girl Kristen who just had her surgery yesterday. Kristen and I go way back. We met in 2012 on Facebook in a Jenny Craig support group to show you how far back I've been trying to do this shit, right? And my journey inspired her to start her surgery journey and I'm so excited for her. She weighed in at over 300 pounds and she has a lot of mobility issues. And I just know that this surgery is going to give her life, give her her life back. And I know that the surgery is going to give her kids their mom back. So do something today your future self will thank you for. And I will talk to you guys soon.